The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Welcome to the show. Oh, <laughs> I'll <laughs> I didn't take, realize you had that. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it from here. Hello and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik and presenting with me. And I'm Sharon. The lovely. The lovely Sharon. Sharon. Thank you. Thank you for finally getting it right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was actually trying to do? I was, <laughs> I was going to try and. Um, pretend I was you. Yeah? Did but it I, my voice doesn't work because obviously I'm... It doesn't work. I'm me and you're you. And it's hard to imitate the master. Is that what you're saying? No, actually it's not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway. I'm just kidding. Welcome everybody. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> I forgot we were on the show for so, a second. You can subscribe to this madness by going to joelmaholic.com and <laughs> click on the blue button that says subscribe to the show. And you can get us on iTunes and Google and iHeartRadio and Spotify and iTunes. Did I say iTunes? Yeah. Tune in. <laughs> All kinds of different places. But anyway, that's where it's at. Also, join us at Facebook at... JM Talk. Uh, now you got me all conblobulated. <laughs> Twitter, our handle at Twitter is WQYB Radio. There. There. I pushed it all out. By the way, also, if you want to text the show, if you want to text us a message, now, of course, this is a podcast, but if you want to text us your thoughts, because you know, a lot of times these days yeah. people are texting and they text, people can text faster than they can talk on the phone. Oh, my God. That's insane. So if you want to text us your thoughts. Me, I'm henpecking when I text. <laughs> my, I, got, I got slow fingers. I have grandma fingers. Grandma. Grandma fingers. 484-429-6061. 484-429-6061. That's how you can text us a message here on the program. So I have a production note. About last week's show. Okay. And um, I wasn't gonna I, I wasn't gonna mention it, but I found out it's a little more widespread. So last week, somehow, um, if you if you listen to show forty, somehow around thirty seven thirty eight minutes, like the ad was walking all over us, and I thought that was odd because everything's fine on the original tracks. So I rebuilt the show and I put it back. Ooh, I put it back up on the RSS. And then we got word from one of our affiliates that uh, the change that I made did not go out to one of the apps. And I said, well, that's odd. And so I thought that was a one-off. But then today, actually, I started playing the show on the Google Play Store and Play App. And same issue. 
So if you find that to be the case, don't be upset. Go to joelmahalik.com front page and hit the play button on, on on 40 if you want to hear the the redux. Right. The fix that shouldn't have been a fix. That's what it is. Well, yeah. So, now yeah. I mean, I, I could have not said anything, but what I'm saying is I is I recognize that there was an issue last week. We don't know how. And, yeah, uh, that's weird. Now we're just kind of double-checking our work now just to make sure before yeah. it goes out because that was really odd. The master is fine, but what went out for distribution had an issue. Distribution? Distribution. Oh, okay. I thought you said distribution. Do you need new earphones? No, okay. my earphones are just fine. It's okay. the words coming out of your mouth. It's the words coming out of your mouth. <laughs> So anyway, so that's a production note about show number 40. And we apologize. Harassed. Yeah, I know. I see that. Molly is in the studio and is harassing the lovely Sharon for a back scratch. This yes. is not... It was like really harassing, scratching me. Right, Molly. This is not a very convenient time for stuff like that. Right? Shouldn't you be protecting the studio? Exactly. You so. should be out there on guard, lady. Uh, as posted this week on the Facebook page at JM Talk, if you are following Making a Murderer, is that what it's called? The Making of a Murderer? Or the making, making of a Murderer. Or something like that? Yeah. Stephen Avery case, uh, it got yeah. a an appeal. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm excited too because maybe they'll make a season three pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I feel I feel bad if, you, if you've been if you've watched the first two seasons of this, right? You feel bad for the guy because the the evidence that his new attorney Kathleen has unsurfaced is brutally uncanny. It's, it's like yeah, amazing. Like you, there's no way that, that he once this is be, presented and and his nephew right and his nephew. There's no way that that, that this this can stand. Right. That's how overwhelming this evidence is. It's amazing. Yeah. So they uh, they filed an appeal. I'm not even sure when the appeal was filed, but it was heard and the motion was granted to uh, to do another trial. Now, of course, what I think what that means is is the evidence can be reexamined and it may lead to a trial, which I think is what they want. They want a trial because right. then. If they don't get a trial, then all the evidence is handed over, and then, I guess, uh, a panel looks at it. If they get a trial, then she's allowed to argue new ev- the new evidence right. and present a different side. But her theory doesn't come out if it's just presenting new evidence and, and this panel looking at it. Right. So that's the difference. But if you follow the case... That's yeah. what's going on. I got you interested in you the did. case. You I, did. Yeah. I was looking for something different on Netflix, and I saw that. I had heard about it on the news. I'm intrigued and by true crime, but not all, all the time. No. You know? Yeah, not all the time, but this case really sunk its hooks in. Was it before or after the... Po- I can't remember last week if we spoke about... The other one we watched last weekend, um, uh, the uh, uh, kidnapped in plain sight or abducted in plain sight. Did we talk about that on the podcast last I week? I don't remember. Remember we were, we were watching that? If we didn't mention it, I don't know yeah. why I'm all tied today. I'm like, yeah. I think I'm, I'm salivating waiting for that the cheese and the macaroni and cheese dinner tonight. <laughs> and it's making me slur my speech. I'm not drunk, I swear to 
<laughs> but anyway, we were watching Abducted in Plain Sight last week. So if I didn't mention this before, uh, I don't know how you felt, lovely Sharon. I wanted to get out Just of my Sharon, seat. Sharon, please. <laughs> I wanted to get out of my seat, fly to wherever they were, and beat everybody involved with the telephone. Well. They were dumb as bricks. They were, they were they were they were dumb were as really a bag dumb. of hammers. I mean, seriously, you yeah. know, uh, I, folks, if you haven't watched, watch this. Abducted in plain sight, it will drive you batty. It really will. So, okay. So anyway, JoelMahalik.com. That's the web page. We're going to move on to a couple of things we have later on on the show coming up. We did promise because last week we did uh, the myths about the flu. Right. So this week we have uh, tips on how to prevent colds and flu, and also a couple tips, a little bit repetitive, but some of them are not. What are doctors doing? What are doctors doing yeah. who work with patients all day, every day with colds and flu? How do they keep them sick? Have you ever noticed your doctor's never sick? You go in there with the flu, right. there's 20 other people in the office at the moment being seen for the flu, and your doctor's fine. Well, we found out. He wears an invisible barrier that, that would you be nice. can't see. Something like That's Thanos. I'm sorry, I'm cable. Only doctors <laughs> that only doctors can purchase. Oh, they don't like light up like if you want like this, and they no. don't light up orange like no cables does. It's invisible. Well, so is cables, but it lights up orange when you hit it. Yeah, but. And I wanted to light you up. Would know. I wanted to light up. I wanted to be invisible, but I needed to light up. Well, then invent the technology if that I, will do that. If I punch my doctor, I wanted to light up. Wow! <laughs> Why would you be punching your doctor to begin with? I don't know. So the first Let's hope our doctor isn't listening, and he <laughs> turns around and says, "Hey, right? I don't want them as patients anymore." So, the, uh, one of the things we wanted to bring up this week, and now we hemmed and hauled, and we were watching news media, we were watching social media, trying to figure this out. This Momo challenge. Yeah. Now, it has come out just before the print of this episode. It has just come out that, uh, that it's apparently now it's an, an internet hoax. But, be that as it may, okay, first of all, if you don't know what the Momo Challenge is, it's this weird face that just shows up in, in, in kids' videos, and it teaches them things like, you know, how to poke somebody with a knife, how to slice your own throat, how to kill your parents, you know, things yeah. that eight-year-olds need to know. Right. And, um, so... And then it went from that to being inserted in actual videos that kids watch. Mm-hmm. On YouTube. On YouTube. And then YouTube did something really stupid this week. YouTube set, put out and said that they are not monetizing any videos that have to do with the Momo Challenge, including news agencies that put videos out warning about it. So it's kind of dumb. What do you like, mean monetizing? Well, monetizes like, you know, ads and money-making things. Uh, I've never heard that word. And well, I'm, get used to that word because and I'm, I'm older uh, than you, I'm putting, and I know I'm, much more than you. I'm putting you in charge of monetizing the podcast. So monetizing learn that word. Monetizing the monetizing the podcast. All right. So here's the thing, though. Okay. So okay, it's internet hoax. Fine, whatever. But he, mm -hmm. but look, but look at the core of this thing. 
Now, do I have to monetize this? I'm going to monetize you in a second. This- <laughs> <laughs> The the plain fact is, is think about the technology behind the internet and whether this was a hoax or not. What if people, what if kids were really doing this? Now, I've heard yeah, that kids were actually doing yeah. it. Yeah. That's a horrible hoax. It's a horrible hoax. And if it were not a hoax, so this is a fair warning to all parents. If this were real, imagine... I mean, do you even know what your kids are doing on, on online? Yeah. The minute I saw the story break before, you know, when it was like breaking like wildfire, yeah. I got right a hold of nieces and, and our and our daughter, nieces, nephews, you whoever. You got right a hold of them. I got huh? right a hold of them. I got right a hold of them. Wow. And I said, y'all got to come watch us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. I wanted them to be forewarned about this. Um, so now, if you've heard about it and you, and you haven't heard yet, right now they're saying it was an internet hoax. But do you really know what your kids are doing? Do you monitor right. what they're doing yeah. when they're on those mobile devices? You know, what they're watching? Well, I can say that my daughter does monitor what my grandchildren are doing. She which is does. which is evident of by the fact of the rap that our grandson listens to. Well, yeah, but no. <laughs> it's talking about sex, yeah, but drugs, no, you know, raping no, women. No, it doesn't talk about <laughs> raping women. <laughs> Something Jeez. like that. What does it talk I about? Would then? Step in. If that was sing, sing me a few lines. No, that's okay. So, <laughs> anyway, I wonder why she wants to sing a few lines. No, she does watch because they watch it on their humongous TV that they have. Well, I mean, I, listen. I, what I'm saying is, grown-ups have to be careful too because yeah. when I see Baby Shark, I want to kill somebody. So <laughs> you know what I mean. So we have to be careful what we're watching too. Don't. That <laughs> <laughs> mm, was. I was. Because you can, you cannot see me. I was getting ready to sing "Baby Shark." That's like a this, baby no. shark. Do, 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 do. Anyway, baby shark. Do, do. So, um, the Momo challenge. Right now, they say it's an internet hoax, but you know, if you tell a child they can't have a cookie, they're going to go st- to get that cookie. Right. So, whether this is a hoax or not, you know. What this is the kind of society though. This this is what worries me. This is the kind of society where somebody now will take that hoax and make something real about it. Right. Close to it, like it. Yeah, exactly. And and it's very very dangerous. Yes. So, all right. You all right? Yeah. Next on the docket. <gasps> oh my gosh. Next on the docket, uh, uh this is really interesting. Uh, Google Last week we talked about our Alexa, Allison yeah. app, and uh, how sometimes people feel very. She listens into our conversations and reports it to the CIA. Right, probably listening right now. Right. But uh, it has come out that Google apparently failed to disclose that a microphone was in the Nest Secure. Wow, really? Imagine that. How do you fail to disclose that you've put a listening device into another device that you're selling? Uh, <laughs> Google said on this Why? last... I mean, what would be the purpose of putting that in there? So if someone said, 
Wow, I am so hot. This listening device would cool you down. Would turn the air on and cool you down. Maybe. This is what Google said. They said that I had made an error in not disclosing that its Nest Secure Home Security System had a built-in microphone in its devices. Earlier this month, Google said that Nest Secure would be getting an update and users could now enable its virtual assistant technology on the Nest Guard. The device's published specifications did not mention a microphone. However, the updated product page now mentions one. So if you already had this, you have to go read a new product page to see that it's on there. Wow. Uh, the on-device microphone was microphone micro, microphone was never intended to be a secret and should have been listed in the technical specifications, a.k.a. the but tech what's specs. what's it for? I don't get it. I don't understand what well, a microphone because is it's part, doing. It's part of the Google Assistant. So this is part of their security system. So you can tell, you know how you say, Google, turn on the lights, Google, yeah. turn down the bed, Google, get me a beer. <laughs> so I guess oh so you can God. tell Google to adjust the HVAC or the heat. Wow. But it wasn't in their tech specs. So that is interesting. You never, ever know. That's the point of this. You never know. Right. Um, so if you have a Nest Secure system, you have to be aware of that. It just seems like all these digital assistants that come out, we wind up having to be careful about things after they come out. Yeah. You know? All uh, these recalls and... And not disclosing information, is that's pretty shady yeah. in itself. Right. Right? Exactly. So, if you have one and you didn't know it, there's a microphone in it. So, be careful. Yes. Or maybe you bought it because you expected the Google Assistant. But if the Google Assistant... Like, our light bulbs don't have microphones. I don't think. Maybe I should check the specs. But... Right. So let's <laughs> really say so, so, so let's say they don't. If the Nest equipment is on the Wi-Fi and then your Google Home Assistant is on your network, why does the Nest security system need that microphone? So going back to your original question, why is it in there? I originally I said it's because it's part of the no, that doesn't make sense. You tell the device, the the assistant device, lock the door, and then the brain gets that message across the internet and does and the job. the door, right. That's weird. That's weird. Epic fail, Google. Why is that microphone in there? We want to know. I expect Google to text the show with their response. Yeah, don't <laughs> hold your breath waiting for that to happen. You never know. They're, the only reason they're going to respond to a court is because they're ordered to. They're not ordered this, to respond to you. This is the court of the Joel Mahalik show. Yeah, somehow I don't court, think that matters. Court is now in session. And yeah. based and based on the time, we'll take a short recess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to take a short recess and uh, grab something to drink. And then when we come back, as I said, we have how to prevent colds and flu. As promised. Yay. Coming up right after the break, we'll be right back. <laughs> this is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. 
not even sure how I'd get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Joe Mahalik Show. I'm Joe Mahalik here with Sharon, and thanks for hanging out. Yeah. 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 I actually enjoy hanging out. (laughs) I hope everyone else does. So last week on the program, we talked about the myths about the flu. And then we said that because we went over all that, we were going to discuss... How you can prevent colds and flus. If there's one true way to prevent a cold and flu, yeah. yeah. Well, I have a couple ways. There's no way to really... I know, yeah, I, I know you Well, I don't think any way works. I put a lot of these things into practice all the time, but and I still, still wind up getting sick. Wind up getting sick. Well, that's, right. that's, that's because people suck. But anyway, joelmahalik.com, that's the website. The Facebook is at JM Talk, and Twitter is at WQYB Radio. Uh, so if you want to catch the show on our affiliates, here's the lineup Sunday nights, 11 p.m., Wednesday nights, 8. Wait, a minute, I'm not even going at the stations. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> let, me go, let me go back. Friday nights, <laughs> 6 p.m. No, I said Sunday first, right, didn't I? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Somebody you che- are all messed up. <laughs> I might check my Snapple, will you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Get here we go. Here. Sunday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern, 9.20 WON, the Apple. There we go. See that? There you go. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. East, Reality One Radio. Friday nights, 6 p.m. East, Star FM Radio. Nice. There. Links are on joelmaholic.com. There you go. There we go. There you go. So, uh, moving on to some tips for avoiding the cold and flu. And as Sharon said, there's probably really not one single solitary thing that's going to prevent you from getting it. You having a healthy immune system is what's going to prevent exactly the... Cold and flu. So number one, what do you think number one is, Sharon? Let's play trivia. Wash your hands. No, get a flu shot. First and foremost, number one thing you can do to prevent the flu is get a flu shot. Okay. Whether it's effective or not, get a flu shot. Yeah, right? (laughs) 
Uh, number two, wash your hands. Now, See, I said. Yes. Now, last. I was saying number two before I said number one. Last, number one is. <laughs> last week on the show, we said that one of the myths that were on the list was overwashing your hands. Right. Now, according to this, it says wash your hands. Dot, dot, dot. A lot. No matter what line of work you're in, if you come in contact with people who are contagious, you have to wash your hands. Over and over. This according to Alan Pusinski, MD. Pusinski practices internal medicine at the George Washington University Hospital in Washington, D.C. Hmm. Washington. He's washing his hands in Washington. Washington. <laughs> yeah, he says, wash your hands as much as you can stand and then some more. This is totally against what the the, the myth was that we revealed last week. Yeah, it is. So, I don't Why know. Why is he contradicting his profession? I don't know. Uh, it sounds so simple, but soap and water are the constant companions of doctors and nurses. To completely get rid of the viruses from your skin, you need to scrub hard for 20 seconds or more. A good way to time yourself, Sharon? Sing happy birthday. Sing happy birthday twice while scrubbing the backs of your hands, between your fingers, and under your nails. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter if the water's hot or cold. It's the act of the scrubbing that really gets rid of the germs. That's true. Okay, if you can't get the soap and water, then the next step is to use alcohol-based hand sanitizer. Now, I've been told, I'm not saying I read this anywhere, that sanitizer is not as good as washing hands at all. It's not as effective because the strains of cold viruses and flu viruses become um, immune. immune to the... And a septic that's okay. used in the hand sanitizer. So the rule of thumb is it is just less effective. Right. Than soap and water. Right. Okay. So that means that don't that doesn't mean to prevent a cold, you down a fifth of scotch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, avoid getting Or if you do, just enjoy yourself when you do right. it. <laughs> avoid getting close to people who are sick. No brainer. For example, yeah, right? don't shake hands. Or if you're sick, don't go to work. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're sick and you go to work, then you make everyone else sick. But you tend to not get all your work done either when you don't go to work. I'm just just putting that out there. (laughs) Well, yeah, but any good employer would send you home if you're sick. Gotcha. Doctors tend to be very cautious about handshaking. Uh, this according to Terry Remy, MD, Medical Director of Medical Associates at Bureaucard in Alexandria, Virginia. Just explain to keep transmission of colds and flu down, I'm not shaking cans. Shaking I'm not what shaking is hands. With you I, today. I, I don't know. But hello, nice oh to meet goodness. you. He she says they'll understand. Uh, keep your surroundings clean. Uh, yeah (laughs) stay home if they feel bad that's what you said but to be safe sanitize doorknobs light switches it's a practice most swear by 
Now, it's funny because when you went out and I was homesick from work, I did run through and I was using the, uh, Lysol. the, the Lysol wipes. And I was the refrigerator, yeah. doorknobs, locks. And that's funny because handles. when you were out and you were sick and I was home, I took the Lysol spray and I sprayed all the doorknobs. I did. Okay, so then I just I cleaned them off sh- yeah. later on. Yeah. Right. Uh, keep a healthy lifestyle. Now, this kind of goes into what you said. You said that if your immune system is right. efficient, then it will prevent the cold and possibly the flu. Right. And basically, that's what Artist D. Hoven, MD, says. Do all things, do all the things we should be doing on a daily basis, such as don't smoke, keep your allergies controlled, get good nutrition, plenty of rest, and that will set it up to make the virus less susceptible. Hmm. So now that is the tips for avoiding the cold and flu. Now we want to step further because we love our audience, our we audience. We do. I'm starting to feel it's dripping out of me, isn't it? Our, our, our audience. Right. No, it's our audience. Our. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we, we, we went a step further this week, folks. Oop, hitting the microphone there. Okay. Uh, we found some information on what doctors do to avoid the cold and flu germs. Exciting stuff, right? Right. Well, I told you they have that invisible shield. What do you think they do first and foremost? They wash their hands. Wash their hands. Yep. Advice you probably heard a dozen times from your doctor, wash your hands throughout the day. It really does prevent infections. This is really not in line with what we talked about last week, so we'll have to... I I mean, I I say go for it. Wash your hands. Yeah, yeah. Even though I washed my hands twice as much when we had sick people in the office, and I still got sick. Twice as much. Now, were you using the same water that the sick people were using? The water. What do you? What do you think? We're using buckets <laughs> of water like the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> I wanted to see if you realize what I was saying. Uh, doctors say what to use: warm water and warm water and soap <laughs> will kill, will kill the germs. No, no, it's water. You're <laughs> if, right. If I if I keep this you up, you tell when you're from Philly. If I keep you this up, water. If I keep this water. up, when Craig gets here, he's gonna bury me. I know, right? <laughs> um, warm water and soap will kill the germs, but be sure you don't rush. Wash for twenty seconds. Sing happy birthday twice. See, I told you some of this stuff would be repetitive. I know. Of what these doctors say. I know. Keep cold and flu germs off surfaces. Kind of reminds me of what they were saying about keeping your environment clean. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, computer keyboards, telephones, doorknobs, pens that are given to you when you sign for credit card purchases. Right. All of these surfaces have great potential for harboring germs. That's, That's amazing. Keyboards, yeah, mice, you know the office things, telephones. I spray mine down. Shannon sprays hers down. Uh, I make it a point of carrying around little bottles of alcohol. Oh, alcohol-based cleansers, uh, <laughs> and use them liberally. That's one of the notes here. Oh, alcohol-based cleansers. Yeah, not bottles of alcohol. As in a bottle of vodka, a bottle of gin. <laughs> yeah. 
Also, I, keep antiseptic wipes with you and use them regularly. Yeah. Exercise for immunity. A jog around a block a few times a week not only can do wonders for your physique. See my physique? <laughs> uh, and it, mine. It also prevents you from getting sick. Try to run 20 to 30 minutes of cardio every morning. Uh, there's something about making your heart pump good that's also good for your immune system. It strengthens it. Strengthens it. Really? Yeah. Now, what about uh, herbal medicine? A lot of buzz about that. Some doctors say they use echinacea and golden seal because they help boost the immune system and fight off microbes. So there you go again. Protecting and boosting the immune system so your yeah. immune system is a top running notch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and zinc... There are not enough studies to prove that zinc works. You remember, I used to take zinc as soon as like winter Someone, hit, fall, yeah, winter, that, yeah. you know, right around December. Yeah. I would start adding a zinc tablet to my daily pill regimen yeah. until like April. Right. And, and then you stopped doing that and then you started getting sick. You know, you have to point out all the bad stuff around here. I'm not pointing out bad stuff around here. Just pointing out the obvious. Although some doctors say that uh, zinc does shorten the duration and reduce the severity of the cold. Right. So there. Hence the medication that they put out for you to take. Yes. Over the counter. Uh, the jury is still out on whether vitamin C can prevent a cold. Uh, experts do not recommend upping your dosage because you have a cold. Some say it'll ward off germs if you've been exposed to the environment, uh, but there's nothing to swear by it. Sore throat, right. sore throat remedies. Honey? Yes. Um, That's my, <laughs> yeah. my favorite. I have a little thing of honey right here. And chicken but soup. When I go on the air and my voice is all like... Bleh, 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 bleh. What? Do that again? Bleh, 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 bleh. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Chicken soup. They actually say that the combination of chicken broth, onion, celery, these things that are mm -hmm. carrots that are in chicken soup, they said that that combination, they believe, actually um, shrinks the uh, congestion. In your passages and in your head. Oh, really? Yes. Isn't that amazing? Doctors are saying that. And How come I've never heard that? I don't, listen, it's right here. It's in the report. Oh, so <laughs> and that report came from? Uh, WebMD. The internet. So it's got to be right. Oh, man. Oh, my God. It's got to be right. Uh, look, I, it, Momo gave it to me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the other thing. Doctors also say that they use over-the-counter decongestants and antihistamines. And, right. they do, and they use them individually. They say that they do not buy the, uh, the all-in-one remedies. They say that they're far too expensive, and they don't buy name brands because they're usually they over-medicate you. Mm. So, they said they buy the generics, save their money, and they buy the components separately. And right. not together. Right. Interesting. That is interesting. And they also suggest very, that... Very, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a suggestion here about using acupuncture. 
But, I mean, we can't all just run down a street and get needles, you know, jammed into our bodies. I know, right? I want to. I have a cold. Ow! Ow! ow. Stop! Ow! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But, I mean, if you could, you can get acupuncture and a mani-pedi. I think we're going just a little bit crazy here today. (laughs) You can get a a mani-pedi acupuncture cure your cold. 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 It's a cold. It's a cold. Clear your code. Cold. It's a cold. Just cold. Go with it. Oh, yes. (laughs) So that's some of the ways that your doctors are using to prevent cold and flu. Wow. It it is actually very rare that our doctor is ever like virally sick. Right. I mean, he's broken some bones. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and and other issues, but he's not usually running around the office with any type of cold or flu. That is that amazing. That we know of. That we know of. Right. But, I mean, listen. The thing is, like, when you're down, like, what do you take that really picks you up? I mean, what is the one thing that would really, if you took things individually? Because, like, when you take DayQuil, and then you say you, you, you feel like you can tackle the day, you know? Right. And I was taking, what, like the Mucinex cold and flu, which was like an all-in-one, but yeah. in the early stages. Well, I was taking DayQuil before Mucinex came out, and since then, all I take is Mucinex. But if you, if you were going to take them individually, what is it in that Mucinex or in that DayQuil that gives you that ta-da yeah. Yeah. type of thing? I don't know. I don't know either. You know, they don't... They don't mention that secret. 22-page report. They don't give you all the information. <laughs> right. All right, Doc, you take everything individually. <clears throat> Which one is it that makes you seem so happy today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they won't discuss that one. Uh, so if you have remedies that you use, all right, now let's go the whole other other way. If you have home remedies, uh, your mama told you this. Yeah, your old granny. wives' tales. Yeah, I want you to let us know. Now, you can do that yeah. by sending us an email, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com, or you can PM us on Facebook right. at Jam Talk. You can even DM us on Twitter at WQIB Radio. Is that what that's called? Yeah, it's a direct message on Twitter, and it's a private message on Facebook. And it's a text message at 484-429-6061. Why can't it just all be a message? Right. We'll get there. We'll get there. We have proven that we are a race that likes to dumb it down to the point where we all look like gerbils (laughs) or act like gerbils, (laughs) as evident by our voting. But anyway. Wow. Tale for a different time. Right. So uh, I have asked, I, I've put in a request today, folks, and the, the answer was yes, that Sharon's going to stick around for the final stretch. Yes. So that's coming up. Yeah. Right after this, we have a brand new wombat <gasps> and a brand new hero to honor. What? So hold on to your seats. We're oh, my goodness. Coming right back. Absolutely. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? 
Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the final stretch here on the Joel Mahalik Show. Joel, and guess what? I'm here. And Sh- Sharon's here. Yes. <laughs> that is actually a big deal. It, it is. is. Yes, it, it is. It really is, because I usually skedaddle before this. Skedaddle. <gasps> wow. I just used an old word. I know, right? So if someone ever says to you, how old are you? You can say to them, I am skedaddle years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big thing I see on social media now. How old were you? Oh, I'm army men old, or I'm really seventy eight RPM records old. I don't see. I don't go on Facebook anymore. I know you don't, but you know. Only time that you'll see me on Facebook is is when you're watching Momo. No, (laughs) is if. A family member, you or you tell me a family member said this, or <laughs> right? A family member said that. I That's al- the only time I go on Facebook. I alert her to what's going on in her family and my family, right? And then she gets on if she feels the need to respond to yeah, said event, <laughs> right? Exactly. But I, I listen. I was on Facebook when you had to be invited. To be on Facebook. That's how long I've been on there. Well, when they when they actually snail mailed your request, right? Well, (laughs) yeah, but I was in school and third grade. (laughs) No, I was doing online college, and um, part of the class that I was doing, part of the syllabus was that we had to get a Facebook account. Right. When it was just going out to colleges, right? Yeah, when it was just going out to colleges. And so that's how long I've been affiliated with Facebook. Wow. So I thought it was time for me to, at my age, you know. Right. Hmm. Which I won't tell you. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, so you can join us on Facebook at JM Talk or at <laughs> Twitter at WQYB Radio. Uh, that's how you get a hold of the show. Be sure and mm-hmm. dis- be sure and subscribe to the podcast, will you? Oh, I want to do a challenge. You want to do a challenge? Uh-oh. Yeah, this just the, popped into my head. The gauntlet's being thrown down. The challenge that I want to do is. To see how many people mm-hmm. can subscribe to our pages. Huh. Okay. So what's the challenge? The challenge is you subscribe to our pages and you might get a surprise. 
me saying yay. <laughs> there you go. That was actually kind of stupid. I better than you saying supplies. Supplies. <laughs> but no, I, let me think on this challenge. You want to think? You want to yeah. think for a hot minute? I want to think for a hot minute. Okay. All right. So uh, the, during this part of the show, since you're not usually here, I'll remind right. you. Okay. The final stretch, we are going to talk about our Wombat of the Week, which everybody loves. Yes. And uh, the bigger favorite in on social media for the show is what comes after that. And we'll talk about our new hero in our Honor Thy Heroes yes. segment. Yes. But first, I'll draw your attention, if you will, folks, to the Wombat of the Week. Now, you can join in on the fun by submitting your Wombat of the Week story to the show. Simply email a link to the news story of a stupid people doing stupid things, which is what a Wombat is, and send that to <laughs> wombat at joelmaholic.com or joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also submit your stories in a message on our Facebook page, at JM Talk, as previously mentioned. So get those stories in. Yeah. Now, in the last couple of weeks, the Wombat has been uh, interesting to say the least. I don't know what is going on in this world, but... Well, the fact that you keep coming up with Wombats of the Week... Oh, they're endless. I know. Uh, I see you on a weekly <laughs> basis... Telling me about these wombats that you think you would want to use for the show. I barely, so, I yeah. barely put the word "stupid" into the Google, and I get a million. It's crazy. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this week's wombat is disgusting. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee man accused of dipping his testicles in customers' salsa. Come on now. Yes. That is nasty. Yes, he's a hot... Unsanitary. He should be jailed. He's a hot mess. Uh, can you reserve your commentary? Can I talk about the story oh, first? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, see, it's my first wombat, so... <laughs> That's right. a spicy to meatball. Ew. <laughs> okay, so... A Tennessee man, Howard Webb, age 31, accused of dipping something other than chips into a customer's salsa. <laughs> he was with a driver for Dinner Delivered, which is a food service, <laughs> on January 12th when he allegedly <laughs> put his testicles in an order of salsa that a customer had ordered from a Mexican restaurant in Maryville, uh, in Tennessee. Uh, Webb, in a video published by the news station, is seen seemingly putting his testicles in a cup of salsa. Someone else in the vehicle identified as the delivery driver, is heard giggling and saying, this is what you get when you give an 89-cent tip for an almost 30-minute drive. Wow. Um, and then Webb replies, ooh, it feels good on my testicles. Ew. Uh, Come on now. <laughs> Dinner Delivered addressed the video on Facebook, writing that the driver Webb was with was a rogue independent contractor. Really? The unidentified food delivery driver engaged in criminal behavior that has resulted in indecent acts performed to customers' orders. I don't like the way they use plural on that. As well as unverified claims of inserting poisonous substances inside customers' drinks. The delivery service wrote that it reported the driver to law enforcement authorities. Webb was arrested last Friday and charged with adulteration of food liquids or pharmaceuticals wow so 
Um, and he needs to have them removed. What, the testicles? Yes. <laughs> so they may no longer be used for that purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. Without anesthesia. Wow. So you, yeah. you know what bothers me about this is the fact that, I, like, I read something like this and I think about the fact that we go out and eat sometimes. Or Stop. we get food Come delivered, on. and well, you I can't won't. you can't unthink it. No, now I can't unthink it. <laughs> you can't. Now that you put it in my brain. I mean, this is like this is extremely low for the human race yeah, to no. do something like this. Yeah, they need to. I am a firm believer of an eye for an eye, man. Or a ball for a ball. Or yeah, hey. Or, a, or in this case. A ball for a ball. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my. That is so nasty. Look at that picture. No. <laughs> nasty, nasty person. <sighs> wow. So you think they'll call them salsa balls in prison? <laughs> I'm telling you, I really hope that they cut off his balls. Well, they're not they're not gonna do that. I'm not saying I don't disagree with you. I think that punishments uh I you know, and I just had this conversation with somebody at work. If they began performing punishments that were fit that fit the crime, crime would go down. Exactly. Like this hey, that's what I'm saying, an eye for an eye. So this coworker of mine told me that in El Salvador, if you steal, if you're caught stealing, they cut two fingers off. Right. If you're caught stealing a second time, they cut your hand off, and if you steal a third time, they execute you. That's what I'm saying. Wow. I mean, that's making a point. You dip your balls in salsa, you get them chopped off. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And if you do it again. It should be virtually impossible if you don't have them. We'll dip someone else's balls in there. Then he should be shot. Anyway. Oh, my. That is just, seriously, that's nasty. Listen, I'm telling you, if these... And if I were the customer, I would sue. Oh, yeah, I would definitely sue everybody. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Sue the driving company that yep. this guy worked for. Drive the dinner company. Drive them if he was rogue or not. That doesn't mean and anything. Sue the Mexican restaurant. Well, we didn't exactly. do the dipping, but you provided the, s- the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! No, <clears throat> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. Mm-mm. Ew. <coughs> After the show, I have a question for you. <laughs> no. That is, come on. All right, so. That is bad. That was a bad one to come to the show to. Uh, well, yeah. Because now I'm like, No, mad. I thought you'd enjoy that. I'm mad. Not enjoy the fact that he did it, just the enjoy the. Um, this is this is what it's like every week, Sharon. This is what it's like these these really? wombats. I'm not used to you calling me Sharon. I'm Stop not used it. to calling you Sharon either. I know Joel. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, or shall I say it? Moving on to the next segment. Jello. 
in the in, in the show. Honor <laughs> thy heroes. Uh, this is yeah, where no, we can't play around during this segment. <laughs> this is where we have decided to find stories of people, uh, heroes in law enforcement. The fire service, EMS, dispatcher. We even had a dispatcher and honored our heroes. Right. You know, uh, just everyday heroes. They're not honored enough. Uh, there's not exactly. enough news about them. Everybody wants to promote horrible news. And yeah. I want to promote the people who stand out among us that serve our communities. Right. So that's the reason for it. And this week is no different. Um, and you know, you'll like, in fact, you'll like this. This will make up for that. You'll like this one. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about New York City police uh, police officer Michael Piscal, who was on patrol before Christmas. He was okay. on, he was on patrol, and he came upon he was uh, on, in, around a park somewhere. Okay. Now hold steady. This is a great story. And he somebody had tied uh, a dog up to a tree. You know, abandoned the dog in the park. That's apparently that's what they do a lot. They tie them. To a tree and walk away. I don't understand that about people. It makes me question the human race, but whatever. So he came upon this. It's a freezing rain type of thing. And he and he saves, he took the dog. And he ended up adopting the dog, naming it Joey. Isn't that Aww. cool? And now Joey is part of their family and rides with him on patrol all the time. Nice. Yeah. Um, so besides, I mean, that's... We had a dog named Joey. We did, we did. Yeah. That single act alone makes him a hero at at least in our eyes because we see yeah because we see you and i we see dogs differently than other people do yeah i mean they're they're like little people right and but taking a step further he has teamed up with peta 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 yeah pain in the ass but he's teamed up with them on a campaign to uh get the word out to people that if they see a situation where a dog is not just tied up somewhere, but you know being abused or mistreated by people, right? To call nine one one, drop a dime, see something, say something. He exactly. says he says that see something, say something absolutely applies in this manner. Yeah. And so he's uh, he has launched his campaign. He's teamed up with PETA to uh, get that word out, and that also makes him a hero. Thank you, Michael. Absolutely. Pasqual. Pas- Pascal. Pascal. How, M- Michael, I'm not butchering your name. If it's Pascal, then so, two thumbs up. Uh, so but, I, no, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, um, I, well, there'll be a picture of him with the dog on the poster. Because okay. we'll put the poster out. It'll go all over social media. Social media just loves Honor Thy Heroes. Good. Which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so there'll be a I'm big... glad I came up with it. Really? Yeah. Well, we do have a lot to talk about after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. Uh, but for his efforts, not only in adopting the dog and giving the dog a new family who loves, loves him, but also for going that extra mile and further in the cause for other dogs elsewhere we are honoring our hero this week as new york city police officer michael pascal thank you very much for your service to your community and your service to the canine world joey joey 
Joey thanks you. It's a great name for a dog. It is. A fur person. Yeah. There's our fur person right a there named Joey. fur baby. <laughs> well, Joey's a little bit bigger in this version. Okay. <laughs> all right. But that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, so now, uh, likewise, if you have stories, uh, these stories of for the hero segment are a lot harder to find than wombats. And that is a shame. It is a shame. So that is a shame. So if you're out there listening and you come upon a story like that, uh, let us know. Yeah, send it to JoelMahalikRadio at gmail.com. Absolutely, let us know, and we'll be happy to say. So and so from somewhere. Oh yeah, you'll definitely send get mentioned. us the show. Absolutely, or send us the story, and this is what they wanted us to share. Yeah, and you get your fifteen seconds of fame. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 So, just looking ahead a little bit, we know that next week we'll be talking about uh, two of the things on the show on the podcast. Next week we'll be. We want to talk about how the keto diet ain't all that. I know. So we want to talk about that. It sounds good on paper, but doctors say it's not cool. Right. Uh, also, we we're going to talk about, uh, I believe we mentioned it before. We said we we're going to research it uh, some, or maybe we didn't mention it, but we're going to talk about what retirees are doing other than going to the retirement homes. Right. How they're living their days out. It's pretty amazing. See, I would love to go to a retirement village. You know what I mean? Like, they have apartments where you can live in an apartment by yourself. Right. But maybe have someone stop in and check out or check you out. Yeah, but we're going to talk about a, alternatives to that. Or, yeah. I didn't know you felt that way. I didn't know you wanted to be I didn't know I felt that way until just now. (laughs) Well, wait till you hear the alternatives next week. I might like the alternatives. I think you, I I know I would like the alternatives. All right. You know? So uh, that's looking a little bit ahead to what's coming up. Plus, of course, always every week, a new wombat and a new hero. So um, anyway, I want to thank you for stopping by for the third of the show. The home stretch. Thank you for letting me instead of kicking. Instead of Are kicking you, me out like you always do. Really? That's what? three things we need to talk about <laughs> after the show. <laughs> so I made amazing macaroni and cheese, which is waiting for us. In fact, you helped. Yes. You shred cheese like a mother. Like a mother. Yeah. Like a mo- like a mother. Like a M-U-T-H-A, like a mother. You see, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, wow! And it's just it's delicious creaminess waiting for us. All right. So with that, folks, we're gonna go eat mac and cheese. Nice, yum yum. And we'll catch you next time on with the Joel Mahalik Show with stewed tomatoes. Yeah, we'll catch you next time on the Joel Mahalik Show. Don't forget to subscribe at joelmahalik.com. All right, bye bye. Have a good week. <laughs>